Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. First, uh, I would like to say that I've been listening to Chelsea Handler's podcast, uh, which is very good, very uh, deep dive into her life. She recently wrote a book, so she's been going on tour and she's been interviewing people or having people interview her. Uh, So if you like Chelsea Handler, it's definitely worth a listen. But I will say, even if you're not a big fan of her, it's very interesting. She's had a couple episodes with her therapist and talking about the progress that she has made with him. And uh, she's really looked at herself and her history. uh, And it's, it's been really fascinating. But her most recent episode was where her therapist was talking about her personality type and the eight others on this, I think it's pronounced Enneagram or Enneagram scale, uh, one through nine. They went through all nine of them. Uh, My wife and I have been looking at it and talking about it. Um, So I can put a link if you want to uh, take the test to see what you are. Um, And I can give you some other examples um, that that really go into what each type is. Uh, But it's been super fascinating. I I don't know how new this type of scale is, uh, but I hadn't heard of it. I am definitely a nine, in case you're curious. Uh, so do with that information what you will. But yeah, if you're if you're curious to know what what your personality type is on this scale, uh, they seem to be very accurate. Definitely go look at the information and take the test. Everybody pretty much has a lot of uh, pieces from all nine types, um, but there often is one or two that you that you uh, really fit well. Uh, Like I said, mine is a nine. I just want to bring peace to the world, and that couldn't be truer. All right, enough of that. Let's get to the words. So after uh, looking at a couple of these words, we are starting with aluminosilicate or silicate. Um, It looks like the umlaut over the U that I mentioned in the previous episode does actually uh, make the U sound an oo. Didn't really make sense to me, um... I'm not great with umlauts in general, but yeah, like for aluminum, it has the umlaut over the the u, so I guess it's an u sound, which is not exactly what I th- I thought it would have the the horizontal line to make it a long u, which would be u. Am I talking too much? I am. All right, let's get into aluminosilicate. A l u m i n o s i l i c a t e. This is a noun from 1842. A combined silicate and aluminate, or silicate and aluminate, whatever your personal preference is. Next we have aluminous, A-L-U-M-I-N-O-U-S. This is an adjective from the 15th century of relating to or containing alum or aluminum. And we have finally gotten to the American English word aluminum. This is a noun from 1810. A bluish, silver-white, malleable, ductile, light, trivalent metallic element that has good electrical and thermal conductivity, high reflectivity, and resistance to oxidation and is the most abundant metal in the Earth's crust where it always occurs in combination. And then it says, see the element table. We'll get to that in the ease. That was a fascinating description and uh, definition of aluminum. I had no idea all those different adjectives were needed to describe it. Next, we have aluminum oxide. Two words. This is a noun from 1869. We just have the synonym alumina. 
Next is aluminum sulfate, also two words. Noun from 1868, a white salt usually made by treating bauxite or bauxite with sulfuric acid and used in making paper in white purification and in tanning. The chemical compound for white salt is Al2, parentheses SO4, and parentheses 3. Next we have alumna, A-L-U-M-N-A. This is a noun from 1843. 1. A girl or woman who has attended or has graduated from a particular school, college, or university. 2. A girl or woman who is a former member, employee, contributor, or inmate. They use alumna or alumnus for being an inmate? Okay. Next is alumnus. This is a noun from 1645. Why is alumnus like 200 years older than alumna? Women existed in 1645. Did they just not go to school or be a part of anything? I don't understand this. There's there's some logical reason I know, but it's just so interesting to me. Okay, one, a person who has attended or has graduated from a particular school, college, or university. Two, a person who is a former member, employee, contributor, or inmate. So I'm guessing that alumnus was used for men and women, which I'm totally fine with. And then it wasn't until 200 years later that they thought that women needed their own word. I don't know if that's sexist or not. Honestly, I guess it's similar to the actor-actress word debacle. I guess if you need to... Uh, if you're talking about somebody and you need to specify that they were a man or a woman, you would use a different word. But I'm not sure how often uh, that situation comes up. I'm not judging it. I'm just uh, pointing out the information. Next, we have alum root. All one word. A-L-U-M-R-O-O-T. This is a noun from 1799. Any of a genius, Huchera, of North American herbs of the saxifrage family having basal rounded or lobed toothed leaves especially one of eastern north america saxifrage is spelled s-a-x-i-f-r-a-g-e and apologies if i pronounced it incorrectly next we have alunite a-l-u-n-i-t-e this is a noun from 1823 a mineral that consists of a hydrous potassium aluminum sulfate and occurs in massive form or in rhombohedral crystals. A lot of fun words there. Next we have alveolar. A-L-V-E-O-L-A-R. I think that's the correct pronunciation. This is an adjective from 1778. One, of, relating to, resembling, or having alveoli, especially of relating to or constituting the part of the jaws where the teeth arise, the air containing compartments of the lungs, or glands with secretory cells about a central space. Secretory is probably supposed to be pronounced secretory. Uh, It's the cells that secrete things. Two, articulated with the tip of the tongue touching or near the teeth ridge. Alveolarly, is an adverb, and I think I pronounced that correctly. Alveolate is next. 
A-L-V-E-O-L-A-T-E. This is an adjective from circa 1796, pitted like a honeycomb, as in alveolate pollen. Next is alveolus, L-U-S at the end. This is a noun from 1702. 1. A small cavity or pit, as 1A, a socket in the jaw for a tooth. 1B, a small air-containing compartment of the lungs in which the bronchioles terminate and from which respiratory gases are exchanged with the pulmonary capillaries. 1C, an asinus of a compound gland. Asinus is A-C-I-N-U-S. 1D, a cell of a honeycomb. 2, we have the synonym teeth ridge, all one word. So I think what it's saying is that, uh, one of the definitions at least, is that the socket that your tooth is in is called an alveolus. Any dentists out there, please confirm what I am saying. The etymology says this is uh, Latin uh, alveus, which means cavity or hollow. That's from alvus, which means belly or beehive. And it's akin to, I think it's saying Lithuanian, aulis, A-U-L-Y-S, which means beehive. Um, Also Greek, aulos, which means tube or flute. Next we have alway, A-L-W-A-Y. This is an adverb from the 14th century. We just have the synonym always, and it's archaic. The etymology says this is from the Old English ilne wedge, E-A-L-N-E, second word W-E-G, which literally means all the way. There is more information at the word way. Next, we have always. This is an adverb from the 14th century. One, at all times. Synonym is invariably, as in always smiling. Two, we have the synonym forever, as in will love you always. Three, at any rate, in any event, as in you can always try again. Can you? Maybe not. Next, we have Alice Clover. Alice is capital A-L-Y-C-E. This is a noun from 1941, a low-spreading legume native to tropical Asia that is planted in the southern U.S. as a cover crop and for hay and forage. Next and last word for this episode is alyssum. A-L-Y-S-S-U-M. This is a noun from 1548. It goes on to the second page, so bear with me for a second. One, any of a genus of Eurasian herbs of the mustard family with small, usually yellow, racemose flowers called also madwort. Racemose is R-A-C-E-M-O-S-E. Madwort is M-A-D-W-O-R-T. Two, we have the synonym sweet alyssum. The etymology says this is from the Greek alisson, uh, O-N at the end, plant believed to cure rabies. That is from the neutral of alissos, which means curing rabies. And that's from A plus lissa, which means rabies. How did rabies get into the picture? It is also called madwort, so... Maybe that has something to do with it. But that will end this episode. It's only been 10 minutes, so I haven't come up with a good sign-off phrase.
But again, if you can think of one, please let me know. I'm open to suggestions. But until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Thank you and goodbye.